0: What's up, y'all? It's me. I'm back. And this is like the second time I've recorded this. I'm trying not, you know, to have an attachment to the creation that actually turned out to be a good recording. I'm trying not to be attached to it so I can just move on and do it again. But anyway, happy Sunday. I hope everyone's enjoying their weekend. I am. I got a an accountability report. Since my last podcast, I have uh, applied and registered for the Electrician's Master's course that will begin November 1st of this year. Classes paid for. I'm in there. So there is no no excuses. I'm not making any excuses. I'm not half-assing it anymore. Also, I'm working on uh, putting my writings together. And I've actually written some stuff since the last, last podcast. Uh, and I'm just putting together a book that I I believe will help everybody have a better understanding of what's happening and why they're here and, you know, some things things just to think about that I've encountered on my journey that came up and I thought it was worth sharing. So I'm working on that. Uh, I'm actually finished the book. I'm just editing everything, going over... um, just edit stuff yeah. So there's that. And uh, also, I discovered something about myself. And I'm wondering if others have experienced this as well. So yesterday, I spent 99.95% of my day uh, working on my book. Uh, I'm talking about waking up at 4.40, well, specifically 4.41. I mean, sorry, 5.41. Uh, 5.41 in the morning to start writing. And I was okay with that. So I got up and I actually started, you know, writing extra stuff to put into the book and getting stuff together. Um, a portion of that was spent on Facebook um, researching my writings between 2015 and 2018. And I remember being a little annoyed because I had to do this part, you know, like I just wanted to get into what I was doing, but I had to go look for these writings, which I feel like I had written down somewhere, but for whatever reason can't find them and so I started downplaying what I was doing and started discrediting the time and energy that I was put putting into this whole project like I was treating it like I was just on Facebook to be on Facebook and not I didn't acknowledge it for what it was it was a part of the process of me gathering the information needed to you know bring my my book into fruition you know it mattered too the time and energy that i put into doing that mattered too and so i realized that's what i was doing and it made me think of how like it felt so easy to do so it made me feel like it was something that i was used to doing which means that i've done it more than once more than twice, more than three or four times. It was just something that I would do. And then it made me think of am I the only one doing it? And of course, naturally I know that isn't true. So it's like, wow, when do I do these things? You know, how does this what does this look like later? Like how does not acknowledging when I'm doing the work, how is not acknowledging my greatness? How is it man? Manif- what does it manifest into when it's not acknowledged? You know, what does it look like? And I'm thinking that it looks like self sabotage, because when we don't acknowledge that we are doing something that matters and that it counts and when we don't acknowledge how great we are it's kind of like it doesn't exist in our universe in our reality in our inner world and so because we're not acknowledging how great we are when the opportunity comes where there's room where there's room for growth there's room for expansion it's it's new it's the new that's come life when it comes and presents itself as the thing that you've been wanting and asking for. What do you do with that? I can tell you what I've done with it. I have shunned away from it because I felt like I wasn't good enough. You feel me? I felt like I was not good enough. I had two opportunities within the past um, want, let's just say five to six years to be safe, both from uh uh, two guys from high school. One, uh, a job opportunity where I'm indirectly doing electrical work, but it was more money. It was a greater, it was a, a room for growth and expansion, different environment, different things to learn. It was something that anybody would be, would look forward to. And I shut it down because I felt like I wasn't good enough. I told him, I don't think I'm qualified for this. You know what I'm saying? How many times have we said that? How many times have we done that? The other opportunity was a guy, uh, he wanted me to do some electrical work in one of the houses he was was flipping. Now the opportunity there would have been, you know, always having work with him. Because if he's flipping houses to sell them or to rent them out, you know, I do my usual Shannon shit and do a good job. It would have just, you know, opportunity. That's abundance. That's prosperity. You know what I did? I referred him to someone else because the thought of it, the thought of me not being good enough and then this opportunity being before me. It gave me so much anxiety that I had to take half a Xanax. Half a Xanax. Fear will have such a hold on you if you let it. If you let it. Well, I think about that. How many times have we done things like that? How many times have we shut opportunities down or pushed them away because we felt like we weren't good enough? And all because and that it all could have been avoided if we acknowledged the work that we do. Because when we acknowledge the work that we do, we are acknowledging our greatness. We are acknowledging how great we are, and that we matter, and that we matter to us. That's rooted, that's a part of self-love, self-care. Knowing and acknowledging that you matter too, that you are important too, and that you are good enough. Because you are. I am. I am good enough. I've always been good enough. If I wasn't, ready to receive these opportunities of abundance it would not have presented itself you know when you're ready not not the you you think you are the you you your higher self knows when you're ready because when you're not ready nothing comes along think about that God. Allah, whoever you pray to, whoever you believe in, your higher self, you, you know you. You know when you're ready. God knows when you're ready. And if God's not sending you anything, it's because you're not ready. There's still more for you to learn. There's still more for you to experience. You're not ready. There's more for you to learn. There's more for you to see. Class is still in session, and guess what? It's okay, but when the doors of opportunity come, don't shut it down. Don't let fear shut it down. Don't give your ego the keys to the car. Don't let your ego commandeer your vehicle. Don't. If you are afraid that is a sign that you are in, in heading in the right direction because it's your ego telling you no, I don't think I don't think we're ready because it's used to the to the same even though your soul is crying out for something more for something greater your soul is crying out for expansion it's crying out for change. it wants to grow but fear, ego will have you staying where you are because it's safer that way. Your your ego is for survival. It is for survival. It is very primitive. It's very, very primitive. Okay? So it's concerned about survival. But let me tell you, being human is the least of who you are. You are not just human. That is the least that you are. You are so much greater. You are so much more. You are the, Being human is the least. Okay? You are so much more than you can in this moment ever even imagine. Because it's only with your human eyes that you're seeing things. You, you're not tapping into your third eye and all your other facilities that is helping you guide your way throughout this, this existence. You're using your human eyes so you logically you can't see. Why would you head off into that, that direction? Why would you accept this opportunity? You can't see past it. All you go right now, all we go off of is what we know because it's safe and it's logical. But you are so much more than human. You—that's the least of who you are. You understand? Don't let the ego commandeer your vehicle and keep you hostage, like it kept me hostage. It kept me hostage so much that I had to take a pill to calm my goddamn nerves. For real. I have nothing to be afraid of. At all. Nothing. I was not born in fear. I was not. Neither neither were you. Where we come from, fear does not exist. Fear is learned. It is learned. You learned how to be afraid. It is not a part of our natural state of being. And knowing that I cannot and will not let fear dictate what I do or say anymore. It is not worth it. I am missing out on life because of fear. Because I let the ego take control. And here's another thing. If we believe in whoever we believe in, whether it be ourselves, God, Jesus Christ, Allah, Buddha, or any of them, when they say they will supply all of our needs, do we believe that for real? Like for real, for real, for real. Do we believe that? Yes. The answer is yes. We believe it. Yes, we believe it. We believe it. But do we trust it? Do we trust God enough to not worry about whether or not we're going to be good? Do we trust God enough to let God do what God's been doing this whole time? Do we trust God enough? Do we trust Allah enough do we trust ourselves enough to let go of the attachment and the of of what is it to just let go of control Do we trust God enough to to let go of the control? Having to control. He, do we? Do we? Whatever that means. Whatever that means to you. I'll just I'll tell you what it means to me. Do I just have faith? Do I trust God? Do I trust my spirit team? Do I trust my higher self? Do I trust my future self? Enough to let go and be free. Because I honestly believe if God says that that he, she, it has me, then shit. I just want, I want, I want that. You say you got me. You say you got me. Then I I believe that. There is no reason for me to be scared. There is no reason for me to be afraid. If they say they got me, I believe that. Because whatever plane of existence that they're on, they can see so much more than I can from where I am with my human ass eyes. You you understand what I'm saying? They can see so much more. God can see more than I can where I am in this moment. And if they are rooting for me every day, every second of the day, every moment that I am Breathing and singing and experiencing, if they are rooting for me this whole time, why not just go right ahead and trust? Apparently, they are seeing stuff that I can't and they see me winning. Why can I not believe in myself enough to believe that I'm? Winning. This is the stuff I think about. No more self sabotaging, no more half assing, no more letting fear drive the truck. Have several seats, ego. Have several seats. I don't know if anyone's familiar with Ganesh. I know some of us are. But in the pictures with Ganesh, you see the little mouse. Off to the side, the the mouse mouse represents the ego. The mouse represents the ego. And Ganesh keeps the ego in check. It doesn't kill it because it's big enough to do it. Ganesh is an elephant. He can easily squash it, but he doesn't. Why? Why doesn't he? Why doesn't he get rid of it? Because the ego is an indicator. It lets you know what's up. If you start being afraid or having anxiety or being angry or being sad. You know what I'm saying? The ego is an indicator. Use the tool in your toolbox. Use the tool in your toolbox. I love y'all. I love y'all, I love y'all, I love y'all. And I'm always grateful to spend time with you. I I pray that I've increased the value of your life. I hope that I said things that resonate with you and your higher self. And I hope that in some way I've helped you with my words and with the energy attached to the words because it's all in love. Always all in love. Remember that we are in this together. We are not alone. You don't have to go through this alone. Remember that being human is the least of who you are. So just imagine how much, how great you really are. Imagine that. Until next time, I love you guys. Enjoy the rest of your Sundays.